Alrighty. Get Fit Radio, Marcus Smith, innerfight.com. Where am I? Engine Gym, the home of Innerfight. The show's got better since we broadcast from here. You know what? The music's getting better, too. So. <laughs> we get to listen to music. I mean, this is the funny thing about radio, isn't it? Everyone's like, radio, it's cool. It goes out to all these hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, but we had to record it for all that time in this studio, in this box. It's a lovely studio, but you don't it get is. to see anything. It it's I so know. much nicer to see people. And it's it's heaving here. I mean, there, there yeah. are people walking around. They're looking at stuff. There's chalk buckets that being filled. That wasn't a vomit bucket, by the way. <laughs> But, but the backstory is one of one of the trainers is walking by and he's got this silver bucket that reminds me of what you use when you're milking a cow. Yeah. And and I'm thinking, oh man, is this for danger purposes? But and if you needed one for that purpose, we can arrange one as well. They're kind of they're kind of more on a, on a, on a need need basis. So yeah. if if you're not feeling too great, you know, I, I I don't want to mess on the floor. So we try and put that in a bucket. But uh, a lot lot more fitting that we talk about fitness actually from a gym and see people yeah doing doing fitness yeah can you do fitness you probably can you can do fitness you, you can, can be fit. fit sure you can be fit and this is get fit radio and <laughs> and today we are waiting once again just to, to update the ongoing saga i now yep. have i now have a following yep. on facebook twitter and instagram people now want to see the lady in purple <laughs> and the question is will she make eye contact today i've, I've decided i was wearing too much purple and that was intimidating her so today i'm doing yellow with the, the yellow mic just tuned into the show <laughs> we'll post pictures on instagram what's going on for so those that have been listening week. for the last month <laughs> so, so here's the thing funny. and we, we've talked about gym etiquette and we've talked about all sorts of great things yeah. we are literally sitting on the floor yeah. of engine gym and fitness where you guys live yeah and people are walking by us as we talk fitness and and how to get your mind into the right space yeah and there's this there's one lovely <laughs> athlete who walks in every day at about the time we're broadcasting yeah. and, and doing this and she'll she'll wave and she'll make eye contact with you That's you're her trainer you're, she knows you're you. giving the back to her you're I, giving, I was sitting I facing know, her had to change it <laughs> <laughs> so now we've we've shaped, we've shaped it up here we're gonna see today will she will she acknowledge i live Let's or see. I, i'm I, Let's the see. odds are not good. She, she, <laughs> James, you, you haven't scared too many people off, but the ones that you have... Uh, I've done it big time. <laughs> so the other thing, uh, got a little facial hair growing myself here. Really? Yeah. What uh, Beard power? Yeah, I'm thinking if you can grow a beard and it works for you, it can work for me. And yours is like unruly. <laughs> unruly. <laughs> I'm thinking, you, you said that facial hair doesn't make you stronger, but I'm thinking... Yeah, this was the question last week. And Does I'm having thinking, a beard make you know, you all these guys in here have beards. Yeah. None of the women, fortunately, but the guys do. So is it? Th- this is a question. I get, I'm getting a lot of abuse about my <laughs> attempt of, of, of facial hair and my current beard. Is it, is it more acceptable now in 2014... To have unruly facial hair than it has been previously? I, I think in this part of the world, facial hair is not an issue. It's not an I issue. I think if you were okay. to take that facial hair to Australia or, or South Africa <laughs> or England, or yeah, if you were to take that particular facial hair, we'll post uh, Instagram photos, by the way. If you were to take that particular look to anywhere else in the world, we could have an issue. You would, you no, you would have. You an would issue. have an issue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're all right within the confines of, of our business world yeah. here in, in in the Middle East. This is okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. You make you make me feel better because a lot of people are trying to make me feel bad about this. There you go. As you will find <laughs> if, if you persevere. But 
you know, and no, the uh, problem is the hair on my head and the hair on my face are dramatically different in color. Okay, but we could always change that as well. <laughs> I, I we know, can, we I can know. have the same job. But it's quite funny because a lot of people say to me, "Is it is it annoying? Is it itchy?" And well, because you're working out, so you're sweating up yeah. a storm. Is it annoying and itching? You know, there's. I, <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't say that I'm a. I'm a beard connoisseur, professional, or whatever. Whatever category. You're a fitness guy. You, you, you say, but there's different stages. Uh, so as it starts to grow, it gets a little bit itchy. Yeah. And that's annoying. But once you've overcome that, you go to the next stage where perhaps it's getting a little bit longer, and then you're dealing with having something almost on your face all the time. It's not that itchy, but you can feel something there. And then, like happened about a month or so ago, you just stop feeling it. Yeah. And so now everyone says, oh, it looks really itchy, looks really annoying. Well, no, it's not. That's why I've still got it. Honestly, if something annoyed me that much, I would yeah. get rid and of it. And your wife's take on it? She doesn't care? She's okay. Okay. She's fine with it. Okay. She, I was actually really surprised. She's fine with it. For but now. it's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> you know, it's not even... Listen, you've had as many radical haircuts as I've had. Yes. I'm going back long again, by the way. Going back long again. Long for summer makes no sense, but that's okay. <laughs> now... Isn't it funny? You do, you do something that's a bit different. You do something that's a bit more than a short back and sides yeah. or than a clean, wet shave. And people just pick at you all the time. Yeah. I cannot go through a day. You've, you, you've been the person today to have a crack at my beard. Every no, no, single one. Look, look, but it's, look, you can hear it. Look, you, <laughs> you, look you can hear it. That's interesting. Way look, you, you're looking at those, me, but, the, but everyone senses. who's listening cannot see it. So but I'm, every here, day. Here, look, 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 you can, <laughs> yeah, we that? can just about hear that. James is rubbing the microphone against his beard. But every single day, someone has a crack at it. Why have yeah. you got that? That looks a mess. Is it? Itchy? Is it this? Like, guys, it's okay. I, I'm doing what I want to do, and I'm being what I want to be. And I want a okay. commitment from you right now because you've got yep. this facial hair. Yeah. November is coming. November. You try and get previously this. <laughs> known as November, now known as the month of Movember. I think Interfight has to take on Movember as a cause. We'll this year. make a deal right now. Okay. If I still have this beard no, by, no, no, no. you're gonna sh- you have to shave it off and start fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If I still have it by then, I'll shave. I'll have a shave and we'll start fresh. If you, even if you don't have it, you'll start. No, start if I can't last the last it's just a mustache. It's not a I'm, beard. I'm making a deal that I can get out of. Have you not noticed? I have so, noticed. No, it's interesting. Uh, November, you do that every year. Yeah. My Good wife, cause. And my wife hates mustaches, so it's not really? like, oh, yeah. yeah really? Yeah. See, hate's a big word. Yeah, no, no, she despises it. She really doesn't like it. No, I've had, I've had some negative, how do I put this politically correctly? I've had some quite negative female feedback yeah. on, on, on what's happened on my face. Uh, but luckily, none of it's come from my wife. There you go. So Speaking of feedback, CrossFit Open yep. wrapped up. How did the team do? Yeah, it's done. It's all done and dusted. We're we're a week over the first, how do we say it, the first week of preparation yeah. for, for, for the so walk regionals. Us, walk us back. What was the last workout that you had to do and the last the team do? Workout, yeah, we didn't cover this one. The last workout was... Burpees. Oh, man. And thrusters. I don't even know what a thruster is. The easiest way to explain a thruster is you have a barbell in the front rack, so across your chest. Okay. You squat all the way down as though you do a front squat. Oh, no. And then when you're coming up, you push the bar all the way up overhead. Oh, nice. Is there weight on the barbell as well? There was, for guys, 43 kilos. Oh, my goodness. For girls... 29 kilos. Yeah, is there is there anything below that for people? Because 29 no. is still sounding. How like a old lot are you, me. James? 48. Okay, so you're not quite in the masters category yet. But when you become 
50, yeah. the weights drop a little bit. So you, know you would what? only I have hit, to... I hit 49 this year, August okay. 3rd, 49. Okay, so the next year... Masters. Masters. What, I'm into it. You, the, you I want to do be. everything Masters. I'm just <laughs> waiting to hit Masters. <laughs> We're always waiting for something, aren't we? So what we had is these are two, two pretty well-used CrossFit movements, okay. burpee and thruster, and they really... Th- this was kind of... There were the only, there could have been a few different things, exercise left, yeah. but these two hadn't come up through the five weeks, so these two were definitely really going to come up. Did you up. figure they were coming? Yeah. yeah, we knew they were coming. It, it just depended what order they were in. The order they were in, you did 21 thrusters, 21 burpees, then 18, Why 18, 21? Why 21? Just the number that they picked. And I would like done, to know how they came up with that number. That's done, a seven? Uh, I mean, I a just, lot of CrossFit workouts are done as 21, 15, and 9. So you do 21, then you do 15, then you do 9. This one had a little bit of a spice in it. 21, 18, 15, 12, 9, 6, and 3. Of that couplet, so of those two exercises, so 21 thrusters, 21 burpees, all the way down to 3 thrusters, 3 burpees. And what we saw here, we haven't seen so far this year. Normally, all of the workouts have a time cap on them. Yes. So, okay, no problem if you struggle with the 43 kilos. It's all going to be over in X amount of minutes. This workout was different. Uh Uh-oh. There was no time cap. Really? There was no time cap. So the fastest guy in the world finished in about eight minutes. Uh huh. We had somebody in our gym finished in 33 minutes. Okay. So you have to keep on going. You've got 84 reps of each. You have to keep on going until those repetitions are finished. Man. So it was... It must was, have been some shattered people. There was some tired legs. There was some tired legs for the three or four days after it. So, but yeah, that's it. The, the CrossFit Open is done for another year. Congratulations yeah. on, on doing on, well. On getting through. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, we got through it. We got through it. We had about 20 people from our gym participate and wow. get through it, which was fantastic. That's a, that's a great number. Really, what's really. It, what's well. it look like? I mean, I know that you, you keep in touch with the folks across the Emirates. How's it, yeah. how's, how did the Emirates shape up? Absolutely. Huge showing. Yeah, huge, huge showing. Absolutely brilliantly. All, all of the gyms had probably, definitely fr- from this region, the most participants this year. Obviously, we've seen a lot of new gyms opening yeah. up, and they've done a great job in getting people to participate. Not only that, we've seen a lot of individuals who have actually qualified as an individual to go to the next stage of the event, which is the regional qualification, yep. which is absolutely fantastic. A bigger number than ever before. I think I think almost 10 individuals from our ten. region. Yeah, 10? Ten. 10 qualified. Wow. So I think, there's, I think there's three, four, five girls. There'll be more than 10, sorry. There'll be at least five to six girls and maybe up to eight to 10 Males. Wow, so that is extraordinary. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. And on top of that, we've seen a lot of people choose to go in the team event, and we also see the top 30 teams are invited to go to create the regional competition. We've also is it seen still the top one team that, that, that goes to the games. Yeah, man. Uh, which you have to be the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Well, and, the, and I want to go back to to last week's show. Yeah, because. You, you stressed this over and over and over again yep. that CrossFit is an amateur sport. Now, there Absolutely. are the professionals. There are the guys in the top one, two, three, yep. and, or, or the gals in the top one, two, three. But ultimately, this is this is an amateur sport. Absolutely. And for you guys to all pull this together, yep. it's spectacular. I mean, Absolutely. Really. And, and, and this is really, you're 100% right. And the Open is stage one. 
The yeah. training now, which is a continuation of the training that people have been doing through the Open and, and, and almost for the last year, like the competition's coming. It yes. heats up. The time commitment for these amateurs is, is huge. We, we program workouts for, for, for our team of 90 minutes a day. So we're asking people Serious. to commit 90 minutes a day of not all of working out, but that's how long it takes, yeah. probably excluding a bit of warm-up and, and a bit of yeah. rehab and mobility Someone's going to say, hey, that doesn't sound like much. Okay, put it on your calendar yeah, every put, day put and it say, on I'm going to put 90 minutes in there. Five days a week, 90 minutes. You need an extra hour in your day, but it's yeah. an extra day in your week. So it's, it's, it's a huge commitment. And with the increase, let's go back to what we're talking about first. We've now got over 10 individual athletes from our region we're getting a massive commitment from these people yeah. they're really doing everything life work everything not on hold but having a huge focus towards this competition yeah. which is you know which is super fantastic and now we've got we've got basically two months until or just just shy actually of two months until the competition in Korea. So, so now you've got a peak. You've got a when re- you hit this is the biggest thing. <laughs> this is the biggest thing. If you if you you can you can kind of get through the open without being 100% fit if you yeah. if you're a strong athlete but the regionals you, this is your for some people that there's only one team that's going and one male and one female but people have their different goals some guys or some girls will want be aiming to finish in the top 10 so they'll be gearing everything to finish in that top 10 so there'll be you know there'll be real hard work going in over the next few months some of us are lucky in that we work in gyms and yeah. it's it's easier relatively to train everyone says oh you're you you're in the fitness industry you work in a gym you can train anytime blah 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 it's actually not that easy especially if you're if you're working sort of six to eight hours in a gym a day it's not really that easy to just continue to train as well because that that's kind of your work environment and it's a job we have a different job but it's also a job so it's not always as easy as people think hold that thought Marcus Smith, interfight.com. This is Get Fit Radio on Dubai Eye. Marcus Smith, Get Fit Radio. You know what? We were just talking CrossFit. And yeah. I, I want, let's, let's take it to a slightly different direction because you've been getting questions in. And one of them is the importance of competition. Yeah. A question that came to you, do I need to enter one even though I don't have much to prove? And this to me sounds like amateurs, yeah. CrossFit, CrossFit Open, and now we're heading to the regionals. Do I need to get into that? Yeah, it's competition. Competition for me, I've been in competition sort of the whole of my life through yeah. through sport, but not only through sport, also in the workplace. When I when I started out as a sales rep for Adidas, it was competition to see how much I could sell. For me, with without sounding high progressive, like almost everything's a competition. Yeah. It really is. It and, is. and and those that do I guess do better in life or are more successful, depending on how you measure that, yeah. are addicted to winning. Yeah. They're addicted to that competition. And, you know, sometimes it almost gets the better of them yeah. because they, they're unable to do something unless there's something at stake. You know, they can't just go to the beach and, and, and throw a frisbee around because it's not competitive enough. Yeah. So there's that kind of extreme side to it, which I see breeds some incredible individuals. Mm. It, it breeds these individuals because if you look at the characteristics of, of people that want to win and are competitive, you know, their, their discipline is incredible. Their attention to detail is normally very strong. And, and we just see them getting, no matter what arena they're in, whether it's their family, whether it's their, you know, they don't do it mediocre. 
you know, if you're going to drink that glass of water, drink the whole thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Have you been around my house? My kids always leave just a little bit in. And I know. Like, like, why are you why? doing that? Just finish it. You know, just if you're going to eat that pack of biscuits, eat the whole thing. thing. <laughs> you know, and it's it's kind of like that. That people will say, yeah, everything to extreme and mediocrity. Yeah. You know, but it's. When we look at competitions within fitness, fitness is, is difficult sometimes. We start off with a goal, and mostly up to 80% of people, when they walk into a gym or to a fitness environment, I want to lose weight. Yeah. You know, I want to lose weight and be fit. Lose weight, and the first thing you ask is how much, and they're like, well, there's 10 kilos that's hanging around here. And then the second cargo. thing we ask cargo. is the cargo. Yeah. The second thing we ask is, you know, what what's the what is fitness you know and how do you define the fitness now when people say okay i want to be able to run 5k in 30 minutes you know there's lots of specific goals there what i find though you want to run 5k or 10k okay no problem we'll get you to that 10k but how's about we let you do it in the as part of the dubai standard chartered 10k that runs alongside the marathon that competition and that feeling of doing it with others gives you a real, real motivation. If I said to you, James, no problem, you set your target and you turn around and say, okay, 1st of August, I'm going to run my 10K in sub-50 minutes. Uh, but then if you get sick the week before, if something happens, is there a chance that you might push that to the 15th of August? Yeah. Or even, oh, now it's, what's next? Oh, August, I've got my summer holidays. Let's push that to the first hey, you September. Wanna, you want, I got. I, I get interrupt because there's a great there's a great uh, story that goes with this. Yeah, Suzanne Radford. She she did the 10k. Right. And she did it last year, and this year she did the 10k again. Right. But she got injured the, about a couple weeks before. Knees, bad knee injury. Mm-hmm. She walked it. She said, "Look, I'm not going to go running it, but I'm going to show up. I'm going to be on that line." And yeah. she walked it. Incredible. Yeah. What that does is it gives her a commitment on the on a time frame. Yep. What we see with a lot of goals is that we don't set specific time frames, and they just keep on getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah. It's so easy. I got a task list of stuff to do today. I someone could call me in in five minutes, or someone could you know that task list can get all rejumbled if I let it, if I've not got the discipline to finish the tasks that are on that task list. It's go. the same with goals. So I think competition, for, for me, I love it. I want to compete in, in, in everything I can with everyone I can for as long as I can in the nicest possible way. And it's like this in our offices too. So why wouldn't you take the competition from the gym, from your yeah. physical activity? And it, it's in the office. I got a, I got one exactly. of my colleagues, Faye. Every day we'll, we both show up in the office. Yeah. And it's a competition to see who gets there first. I didn't even know we were competing. <laughs> <There> we, <yeah. laughs> and then I find out it's a competition to who, when we get asked to submit some documentation. Yeah. We, we seem to have a competition who does it first. Who gets I just, because time. I get there early yeah i just get it done right away exactly and, and Faye and i now have a competition which because we both get there early who's yeah. going to get the stuff in and i'm thinking it's just like fitness it's it's exactly the same and this the the bestest thing with competition and did you say bestest? Best, yeah is that i word? said it on purpose is it a word no bestest? okay no <laughs> it's not a word at all <laughs> the coolest thing is that these timelines on competitions you can't say to the organizer sorry yeah. Just give me another day. So it really, really pushes you towards your goals. Mm. And it, it gives you a lot of focus. So, spoke, so competition is important. It's, End of the it's day. amazingly important. Now, the biggest problem I see in competition is that people get really anxiety, like a lot of yeah. anxiety building up. Yep. They get really nervous about it. Yep. And actually then sometimes don't enjoy the experience so much. Why are we yeah. getting that? We're getting that a 
a lot because we're not really setting goals on what we expect from ourselves within that competition. It's nervous lining up with 5,000 people on the 10K of the Dubai Standard Chartered 10K race every January. Super nervous. If you're trying to compete with the guys who are at the front and you're not in their standard. So you have to, we've said it so many times, you have to set your goals specifically and understand what you want. That way, you know, you can go into a lot of competitions and you could be, Suzanne could have been super disappointed with what happened in Dubai 10K last year. Because the guy that won it did it in like 28 minutes and she's walked it in like two hours. Like that's a massive failure. It's terrible. But actually relatively because of the injury she had, her expectation was just or her goal was just to get round it. So what I'm saying here is you have to be super careful in how you set the goals related to those competitions because it can beat you up. But what it also does is it's an incredible learning. It's an incredible thing to measure yourself against others. I could pick you, James, and you know I've seen you around training or around running. We've got similar times. We've engaged somehow yeah. through some through some form, and we can kind of we can kind of measure against each other. And we know that that race is going to be on, and, and we're going to go all out, you know. And and that's for me, that's a real motivation. The flip side of it is you don't really have that. You push that first of August to the fifteenth of August, and you never really get your ten k in your 40 minutes or your 45 minutes, yeah. which is sad because I know with the training, you would get it. So it's healthy. Life is a competition. Winning, and this is the biggest thing. People say, I don't, I don't care if I win or lose. Tell me anyone who's happy coming second. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell me. And I know that's slightly contradictory because Suzanne yeah. walked around, in the, but in her race, she came first. Exactly. You know, so it's, it's kind of... Everyone wants to win. Well, you, hey, you know what? And here's a perfect example. You go out and do the standard charted, and whether it be the marathon, whether it be the 10K, whether it be the fun run, people say, how'd you do? Yeah. How willing are you to, A, tell them what your place was, and B, tell them your time? Exactly. Did you come in under an hour doing yeah. the 10K? Exactly. And those folks who, and I don't mean this in any disrespect, but those folks who came over an hour, they're yeah. not too keen to tell you. They're not. Exactly. Unless they did an hour and a half the previous year. Yeah. But then we'll always hear it. Yeah. Hey, last year I did an hour last, and a half. Exactly. This year and now I did I'm an hour and ten. Exactly. And that's such cool progress because we've got this competition that, that measures yeah. it. And even, I mean, that's a big race. But even so, you might have seen a guy last year who was ahead of you and, and suddenly you're running alongside him this year. And you're, Whoa. Yeah. yeah, I've been doing some training. Let's let's do this. You yeah. know, so it's, for, for me, competition, has, has as I said, has always been a big part of my life. But it's imp- I think it's important on so many levels for everyone, but we really have to have clear outline goals and expectations and be specific in what we want to achieve. Otherwise, competition can, can really make people implode. Okay, another real quick one. Uh, we, we do talk about, and you talk a lot about working out and getting fit. Yeah. How important is technique in that workout process? Yeah, I saw this one. <laughs> this is number one. Come on. You know, this is no brainer. This is no brainer. You have to be, I would say, if I could, and you know, I like to deal in percentages, the percentage of injuries that people sustain working out in a gym, out running, running's a bit different. We'll talk about running technique in a second. Due to poor technique, probably the, the, if you have a hundred injuries, at least 75% of them would be due to poor technique. That's big. Yeah. 25% 25% probably just to pushing that little bit hard and, yeah. and maybe just 
you know, the planets are not aligned that day. Yeah. But I would say about 75 out of 100, 75% of injuries are due to poor technique. What are we seeing in gyms? We're seeing people trying to lift too much weight before they're ready. We're yeah. seeing people try and do stuff too fast. One of the negatives of CrossFit is we've seen people, there's always a clock, it's always a race. Yeah. We're always trying to, we're doing something for time. So we're really pushing people, ping, something goes, because technique really suffers a bit there. It's, it's one of the, the things that, I'm, you know, within our yeah. gym, we're trying to really protect. And it's just competition promotes that uh, and it's it's not a great situation to be in but we're seeing injuries there and we're, we're just seeing we're just seeing people trying to run before they can walk it's okay don't be intimidated by the gym don't be intimidated by you know you don't get on a martial arts floor with the black belt until you progress yeah. through the belts you know my mum's a second degree black belt in judo well yeah, I know. I better be nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I said, James, I take it all back. So it's so, so super important. Yeah. And, you know. And to ask. Ask if you don't know how to do something. Exactly. It, whether it, even if it's doing crunches or if it's doing the burpees yeah, or if it's doing the thrust, thrusters, ask. Just, just ask. ask. Because what's the risk? You get injured. You're out for two weeks. You're spending time going to physio, to the chiropractor, yep. to anyone to try and get fixed. You're demotivated. What we normally see happens is your food goes out the window as well, yep. and you're back to square one. If you did it right from the start, and that's my biggest goal for anyone that comes to see us, I want people to be able to work out, whether it's with us or whether it's with someone else, today, tomorrow, next week, yep. next month, next year, and in 10 years' time. You I want them I to want be able to be injury-free. You want them to be able to look in that mirror and say, hey, you know what? This yep. is awesome. I'm awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, keep, and I think and, that's and every going and going and going. That. Uh, rather than sort of being getting out of bed and being all hunched over or, or not being able to sit on a chair or limping yep. and stuff. And you're going to get injuries. When you're really pushing, you, you are going to get injuries. And that, that's kind of the other 25%. But if you haven't mastered your technique from the start, you're really handicapping yourself and your ability to do something properly and to continue to progress in that. This is Dubai Eyes Get Fit Radio. Get Fit Radio, and you know what? It's all about getting that, that workout blend, and I'm not talking about juicing. <laughs> although although people do constantly come back and ask about food. Yeah. Where can I find the right food and the right recipes? And, yeah. And, you know, you guys do a great job. Holly does a great job. <laughs> I'm going to mention hey, her by hey, name. Hey, I'm not hey, just going to call on. her the wife. Come on. <laughs> does a great job. I built a website. I do this. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah, 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 oh, yeah. This yeah, is not yeah. fair. This is not fair. Yeah. But you you have repeatedly we're, we're said that your wife is the brains behind the, behind a lot of the, okay, the food she, she's, and she's a good stuff. cook. Yeah, she's more. In fact, she's more than a good cook. She's yeah. She does things that actually just sort of blow my mind. She's she's become since she started. She's a culinary this, expert, really. I don't know if she's a culinary expert, but a since fitness she's, food. She's a fitness food culinary expert. But you know, it's weird. She wakes up in the morning, some mornings, and she goes into the kitchen. And she just starts pulling stuff out of the cupboards. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going to happen here? And she tells me, she kicks me out. I'm like, what are you making? She goes, I'm not telling you. She kicks me out. And two or three hours later, she'll come to me and she'll say, can you taste this? I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Oh, I just did this and I did this. And, and I'm like, wow. She, she, she made, I mean, her... In the nicest way, her sweet treats, yeah. her clean sweet treats are, are, are kind of the best. But she came to me the other day with this caramel chocolate slice. Uh -huh. And I'm like, how on earth do you, how do you think about this stuff? 
and she just she's like the the wicked witch over the cauldron and she's just she, she not, looks she nothing like not the be, wicked she witch she better not be listening and 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 she's she's stirring things up and she's tasting stuff and she's putting things in and then it all comes out so yeah she's she literally blows my mind sometimes what what she's trying to do and and, and this is for, for for people that do have a look at the recipes especially these sweet treats what she's doing com by the way go check you it can out check it's on it the all blog. out and she's looking at normal recipes and food that that kind of we like yeah not not we as in us too but a, a lot of people will like like a like a caramel slice and she's saying okay how do I get rid of the additives and preservatives of this? Yeah. How do I get rid of the refined sugar? And, how a big, do I use and a big piece of that is the raw ingredients going into it. Yeah, exactly. So she, you know, she's using things like you love this one, James, maple organic maple syrup. You guys yeah. are all over. I mean, you the, you know, a lot purer form dates to sweeten stuff. Yeah. Maybe some some raw honey or something. I'm gonna like that. I'm going to bring you in a bag of my organic dates next week. Oh wow. From yeah. your from your tree. From my tree. Uh, you, you told me that last yeah. week. Yeah, I'm bringing you in a bag. I forgot. I'll, I forgot to bring them this week. Yeah. So what she's trying to do is she's trying to get these things and make them yeah. as healthy as possible for us. Get rid of all the additives, preservatives, and just keep stuff super super clean, gluten free. No. So this is this means no flours yeah. or anything like that, which is a massive part of baking. She's doing it all without. So replacing stuff like that with with almond flour, with coconut flour, and then on the savory side as well, pretty much. Exactly Exactly the same. Trying to make things as as healthy as possible from almost a, a finite list of what we what we class as clean ingredients. Yeah. So you know what makes gets me really enthusiastic about what your wife is doing is yeah. a she has a full time job. She has a full time and job. she works she works terribly hard. I mean I yeah yeah I'm not even going to talk about what she has to do on the job, but she's yeah. she's very very busy and yeah. I would I would probably I would hazard to say often tired. Yeah, she's away for half of the month. Yeah, and at least she she's also full time working out. Yeah, I mean, she is. Spectacular. Here a lot. <laughs> so, and she's got to put up with you. You've all, you that's have said the, that you're not necessarily the easiest, the easiest guy to live no, with. No, hey, come on. And 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 in the in the process of doing that, she's she's cooking and yep. she's experimenting in the kitchen. Yeah. And and put, getting that stuff put up online. That's what your job is. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I do that well. We get it out there. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's so that to me is very it's it's it, all that to sum up. Say here's here's a person just like you and me. Yeah. Who's got a million things on yeah. the go. Yeah. Who's also finding time. To dabble That's in what I was gonna say. You know, it's it's not it's not that she's a superwoman or, or anything like that. It's she might know, be though. Well, she might be, but I didn't I didn't I didn't <laughs> know it yet. But what you know what she's what she's doing is just is just maximizing the time. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, the food food is a huge thing for all of us. She's she's preparing recipes, so she's taking time to cook them. But also, yeah. all of the recipes that she's put together. 30 minutes to cook. There you go. Not really a great, not really a great time commitment. It's not like this needs five hours or anything yeah. like that. So it's it's really really straightforward. Oh, man. So I just thought of another show for Nightline. What's that? Cooking with your wife. Cooking with Holly. Yeah. Yeah. That oh could my be goodness. We go. We just go sit in the kitchen. We had her on the show once or twice, didn't once, we? She, once. Once. She brought in cookies. She was a bit. I nervous. remember. Yeah. But we, no, we we we'd go and sit in the kitchen. And walk James, through. This sounds these, good. This sounds this like a sounds great show. Good. <laughs> sounds good. And we because, should we because should, they're 30 minutes to cook. So this is perfect. So we literally we talk about what it is, it put well. the ingredients down there, yeah. and then walk through the the making cooking process. And then as it's cooking, we continue the conversation about how this all comes around in the fitness thing. This did is you, a show. Uh, this is a show. You used to watch Ready Steady Cook. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Think, you okay. could be the host of Dubai's yeah. version. There we go. <laughs> okay, you you have a chat with Holly, and and see if we can't make the try pilot. We'll pilot one. There we go. But it's such an important thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and, and 
I was speaking to someone yesterday. They're like, how do you get over sweet cravings? I'm I like, don't. I have. I, I'm, I'm human. Yeah. I have a massive sweet tooth. I love chocolate just as much as the guy next door. What we're doing to, to sort of satisfy this stuff is just trying to get as pure a version in as possible. She cooked something the other day. Sweet potato and pecan pie, oh. which, is a, which is a sweet treat. It's yeah. not, but it's made from sweet potato. So instead, yeah. of, instead of flour and with that the gluten and all additives and preservatives, yeah. we're just using sweet potato. Yeah. So it's, there is so, so much you can do. As you rightly said, James, go, go over and check it out, innerfight.com slash nutrition you'll see all of the recipes there 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 is loads of stuff and if you if you cook something please yeah. do us a favor just leave a comment in the comment section yeah what if worked, you didn't, what didn't like work. it yeah please tell us because then we'll stop putting out stuff like that if you want to and also if you want some ideas if 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 what we're putting out yeah you're okay with but you're looking for something else why don't you tell us and we will get get you stuff uh, a lot of people turn around to me and say oh that's that that's that okay tell me what you want and I'll get it and lots of people turn around and say can you do a recipe on this or can you do a podcast on this or can yeah. you do a, a, a post and an article on this sure we can we can we can write about anything you want and we can cook anything you want so it's all loaded over there go and have a look at the site why don't go back to uh, recovery from workouts? Yeah. And quick, great question that came to you is: Should I be using ice after my workouts to speed up my recovery? And we've talked about jumping into plunge pools and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah, th- this one probably comes. It's uh, it, it's coming back around a lot faster these days. Yeah. There's a new thing here in Dubai where they put you down to for three minutes at about minus 160 degrees. Uh, it's that just a, a new wrong. way of ice. Ice treatment. Ice reduces inflammation in the body. Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're doing to do. The body inflames as a defense mechanism, as an auto response. The right. body is so so smart. It knows what to do. You twist your ankle, sends loads of blood to that area, inflames as a defense mechanism to speed up the healing. There's two sides to this. If we want to fix that as quickly as possible to get back up and running, and within the first 24 hours, especially for a sprain or a tear or something like that, we it's good to reduce the inflammation. Mm. Important. On an ongoing basis, we're not seeing a great deal of positiveness from general icing. Why? Because it's not being carried out for long enough. Okay. The body needs to be inflamed to a certain extent to recover and to repair. So if you keep on reducing inflammation, it's not able to recover and repair. Mm. However, at these cold temperatures, at these very low temperatures, what we're also seeing is we're seeing an increased amount of growth hormone release. Growth hormone release helps us to repair and regrow cells. Super, super important. So if we're, if we're getting growth hormone release, which we can get, unfortunately, you need to be between 6 to 8 degrees for about 20 minutes a day. That's pretty cold. Yeah, that's, that's really pretty cold. That's pretty cold. You need to be in that environment for about 20 minutes a day to s- continuously stimulate this growth hormone release. You need to have ice in your... You, how can you do it? People will say, oh, how can I get in 6 to 8 degrees? I'm in the middle of the desert. How can you do it? You can do it in your bath at home. You can fill in four or five bags of ice. As long as you're anywhere 6 to 10 degrees, yeah. you can actually get some really cool growth hormone release. However, if you are competing and you want to compete day after day after day, then for, for a competition on a weekend, you're going to compete because that's what we told you to do in the first yep. segment of the show. 
what you and you've got say multiple workouts on a day or you've got a lot of training to do through one day or two days you can get into short bursts of ice baths three to five minutes as well so it's kind of a double-edged sword it's also one of those things that the more we use it uh, the more research we do on the topic the more we're finding different positive and negative effects of icing Uh, so it's it's you know the funny thing is bump your head sprain your ankle yeah if you ice it in that first 20 minutes we see a rapid rapid speed up in your recovery rate so that's pretty cool continuously after that when that area actually needs circulation to heal if you're freezing it up you're not getting that healing so it's it's a fine sort if you're still icing that sprained ankle a week later probably not what we want to be doing so but the main, I, I used to use ice a lot, especially when I was playing rugby, rugby sevens tournaments, three to five, 14 minute games per day. I want to recover as fast as possible into the ice after the game, into the ice bath, three minutes, out another three minutes, two or three times. Awfully painful. When you can't feel your toes. Like, I'm not great with the cold at the best of times. I've been in a lot of cold situations. I live in the middle of the desert because I like hot. So you get in there and you start, the feeling goes in your toes and, and then in other important areas in your body as well, and it's pretty rough. But, and then you've got the guys that go in up, right up to their neck. This is Get Fit Radio on Dubai Eye. Okay, Marcus, take a look over to your left. we got a gentleman who's just getting ready to hop on the rings here. Yep. So we're going to just go. Here he goes. He's having a conversation. He's uh, we got the Russian there in front of him. He's guiding him through it. Let's see what He's watching did. him. He's saying, come on, you can do it. He's, he's psyching himself hope, up. He's shaking I, I, his head. I hope he's he saying, starts soon. Otherwise, we might run there, out of oh. time on the show. There we go. That's the style. He's not shaking too much. That's he's pretty not good. shaking too much. What we've got here is we've got oh. ring dips. So he's on the gymnastic rings, and we've got strict ring dips. That is That's hard. probably about 10 times harder than you think it is. I'm, I was looking at it, and you know he wasn't going down so far, but no. I, I saw his arm shaking. That's hard. Yeah. Because those rings, I mean, these are the ones no that we see in the Olympics. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing holding them, there's, but the... They're the, cool. And, and this is what we're actually seeing as well. The advent of CrossFit, bringing in more gymnastics movements, that's probably stuff that you don't see often in a in more of a commercial gym. You'd see you'd see a dips bar, yeah. so you'd see a static bar, but then when we gymnastics rings so so cool, so so useful. Yeah. You see they're just hooked over a hook there. Yeah. You can the coolest thing you can get a set of those gymnastic rings. I think they're about fifty or sixty dollars okay. online. You can hook them over trees in parks. There's so much. I used to travel a lot. And I used to take my rings with me a lot as well. Just find a place, hook them up, do some ring training. A lot of cool fun. But that's that's actually quite difficult. He he was down. He, he was, was doing pretty good. He was he was okay. They're strict strict dips. He got about six or seven out. So that's not too bad. I'm looking through the rest of the gym. Everyone's rolling around now on the floor. They're yep. stretching. They're getting limbered up. They can. There's there's some kind of there's some kind of white pole with red marks on it. What is that I'm looking at? <laughs> you make this place sound like it's not. That, uh, that what, what they're doing over there at the moment, they're just warming up for a class. They've got a white PVC pipe. Okay. What we found, and th- this is a question that we had earlier about technique, what we actually found is you instructing people and teaching people with a PVC pipe that weighs probably about 500 grams yeah. is the safest way to do it. Okay. We're later on going to put a barbell in their hands, which might have at the start a little bit of weight on it, could get heavy later on. If you cannot do that movement effectively with just a PVC pipe, your chance of doing it with a 10, 15, 20, or 100 kilo barbell 
is not very high. So yeah. we like to use a, a PVC pipe. It's got those little markers on it so that people know exactly where their hands are, so they're equidistant. Yeah. It's a, not 100% necessary. But if you cannot do something, that could be a, a broomstick, a okay. broomstick for example. If you cannot do something with a broomstick, then you're pretty going to struggle doing it with something a little bit heavier. So just a little a, a learning tool which comes quite nicely in with what we are talking about earlier on technique. Another quick one. What are your thoughts on comparing ourselves to others? Now, I know we've talked about competition, which we inevitably do that, but... You know, I, I always say, you know, I, I'd love to have the old Brad Pitt, Pitt look. And, you know, quite frankly, that's a great comparison, but it ain't ever going to happen. No. Uh, well, it might do. It, it might Sorry, do. Yeah. I said yeah. no too quickly. Yeah, no, you that, never that, know. That, that, that's could. a bit me. And, but, you know, asking that question, when we start looking at working out and where, you know, you go to the gym and you see some folks who've been working out for months or years yeah. or, or their lives and... Yeah. You say, you know, I want to be like that person. Yeah. Uh, I got away from someone. Yeah, you did. It's that friendly face of yours. Yeah. <laughs> this is super important. We spoke about it before. We spoke about competition. Yeah. And I, I kind of touched on it, but let's go into it full speed. Too often, we are comparing ourselves against others who have completely different goals to ours. Ah. Completely different goals to ours. Go back to the marathon. Suzanne wanted to get through just yeah. walking. Her goal was to get through that. Yeah. If she's comparing herself to the guy that was setting the world record, which I think is around the 28-minute mark or something like that, or 30-minute mark. No, I think, I think they've gone under 30. They've probably gone a load under 30. I'll get exposed there and someone will abuse me, but that's okay. <laughs> All you running guys, you can, you, can have your, you can have your say there. She's going to be disappointed. So she's comparing her, her race to his race. She's going to be disappointed. So it's good competing with someone's good if you and i have sat down and we've aligned on our goals then we can compete with each other especially if we're quite close in in ability as well which yeah. obviously in running we're very close in ability so we would do that we'd say take our running and we'd say okay we like 10k you're at 38 at the moment i'm at 38 at the moment i want to get to 37 you want to get to 37 this is how we're going to do it yeah. sometimes we compare ourselves to others that just have no, they're not even on our radar when it comes to goals. They're right. doing something. They want something from life or from their activity that's so different. And then they, we, beat, we beat ourselves up about it. Also, you said it rightly. You walk into a gym. They've been doing what they've been doing for years and years and years. Yeah. And you start comparing yourself. Like some movements, some levels of fitness and some skills like you look at gymnastics skills. You look yeah. at what we were just using there, that example there. You know, it's, I know a lot of men that looked a lot bigger than that guy that was on the rings just then. He wasn't big at all. He wasn't that big. He's your average average guy who I'd expect to see uh, in a suit working at a bank. And that's exactly what he does. There you go. You see, I got it right. (laughs) But what what was happening is we've got big guys coming in, but they've never had any exposure to gymnastics rings, and they're unable to do a single dip. It's just not aligned. You can't compare the two together, and it's going to take some time to get there. So it roots back to a lot of things that we root back to on the show. Our goals have to be aligned for us. They have to be specific for us. And fitness, and this is one of the easiest definitions of fitness, fitness is defined by you based on what you want. I can't say to you, James, you're not fit. You're incredibly fit. I could not sit and do as many interviews on radio shows like this as you do a week. Mm. I would be spent with all that talking, even though I like to talk. Look at this, another great example. 
how fit are taxi drivers? Yeah, okay. And and most people say, oh, they're not fit. They're just fat. They sit in that seat all day. They never get an exercise. Trust me, I'm not done 12 hours, but do 12 hours driving people yeah. around. A lot of the time, abusive passengers that tell you the way to go that you actually know the right way. Well, you know and what, Sean? You get in trouble for getting lost. I, I got the medical show with Sean and Shreen. Dr. Sean yeah. Petherbridge is uh, chief medical officer for the Abu Dhabi Formula One, and and right now, uh, Desert Challenge is what they're doing. Yeah. And you start talking about some of those car drivers. Yeah. Those race car drivers. Those guys are, you know, their fitness level is through the roof. For their particular sport. Yeah. And taxi drivers are fit to drive a taxi. Yeah. If I bring a taxi driver in here and ask him to do a 500 meter roll on the rowing machine, he's not going to be anywhere near as good yeah. as maybe one of our worst people that we've ever yeah. seen coming through here. So get your comparison straight. So get your comparison straight. So yeah, compare to others, but please be aligned on what you do yeah. in order in order to kind of keep yourself motivated and not to disappoint yourself as What's, well. I'm going to put you on the spot really quickly. What's some of oh, the dear. worst advice you've ever heard coming out of fitness professionals? Because you're around a lot of them, you you, you know, and, and you're, to put me in you're not all, on, on, on well, no, spot. you're not always branded up either. So you you yeah. you might just be walking by a gym and you know poke your head in because you haven't seen it, and you, and you hear people talking or you hear. Yeah, I think the worst advice is when people are giving advice and they haven't, they don't practice what they preach at the okay. same time. Yeah. They're not in shape. They're not yeah. doing things right. I would hate to think I would be telling someone. Let's go back to technique. To do something one way, and then I would be blind. When I go to work out, I would be blindly ignoring my own advice. I yeah. think the the hypocritical side of the fitness industry is huge. I tell people that they should have a cheat day. I have a cheat day. I tell people they should put coconut oil in their coffee. I put coconut oil in my in coffee. In your coffee? Yeah. I never thought of putting coconut oil. Oh, it's incredible! Yeah? Okay. It's incredible. Where, Absolutely. Where, incredible. Remind me again, where are you getting your coconut oil? I get my coconut oil from the organic supermarket. Okay. There's one just across the road here yeah. in Jumeirah, and one on Sheikh Zayed Road. Okay. Tastes absolutely great, and they sell it in a four-liter drum, and it goes through one of those in about a month. Okay. So it's a it's a lot of oil, but the point is here is that the advice that people are giving you that they're not following through themselves. Yeah. Now this is a little bit. You could be a little bit niggly here and say well i don't need to do something that 150 kilo guy needs to do no you don't and and goals are slightly different but a lot of time i see people preaching one thing and i i've even seen fitness professionals out the back smoking you know something something as 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 silly as that you know i see fitness professionals updating their facebook about how hard they're partying every night of the week you know, yeah. and, and that's not really that's not really what we want. So it's it's kind of more the hypocritical side. You know, the fitness industry and how you get the best out of someone's body is is really quite specific to that person's body. There's no as as we speak about on the show. There's loads of different ways to go about stuff. You can challenge me. I can challenge you the whole day. Different methods, technique on all of exercises. There is the right or the wrong way, but other approaches to stuff there's loads of flexibility in it so it's it's very difficult to be in a position and say james that advice you've just given that yeah. guy is wrong you know and if it's getting the result you, you just turn around to me and say well listen this guy's goal is fat loss he came in he's 20 kilos overweight he's now 15 kilos overweight i've had him two weeks you know i could yeah. argue that that's wrong you can argue it's right so there's yeah. gray area there but what i hate the most one of my one of my worst hates is 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 People within the fitness industry just giving out hypocritical advice, not doing it themselves. Why, why, if you're in the fitness industry, are you not in good shape? 
You know, you why yeah. why are you not shredded? Why yeah. are you not training? Like, I want to see what... I For our coaches, and, and this is why we put it online, you can see you the training. You guys are shredded, that's for sure. You, can, you guys <laughs> can see the, the, the training. Anyone can see on our website. If you go to innerfight.com, you go down to training logs. You can see the training of all our trainers. Every yeah. single day, they log their training. These guys, it's it's actually written in their contracts. That, really? Yeah. There the training go. that they have to do. So, you know, that's one of the biggest things. You've got a, you've got a responsibility. If you've got a fat doctor change, you yeah. know, how can, how can he sit there and say, yeah, you're risking diabetes and he's also risking diabetes? It's things like that. You know, do you go to – what's the, t- someone told me this one a few weeks ago. You walk into a town, there's two barbers. One's got a good haircut, one doesn't have a good haircut. Which yeah. one do you go to? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. Which, you go to the one with the bad haircut, right? Because he cut the other guy's haircut, which is good. So you go to the guy who's the best in, not the best in his industry, but pr- practicing what he preaches within that industry. Yeah. Super, super important. Marcus, we're out of time once again. Innerfight.com is where we can find you. Go check him out. He's got all sorts of great content up there as well as recipes and, and whatnot. And, yeah, he practices what he says. We try to. We'll catch up with you next week. Same place, same time. No donuts.